attention, please. Stop walking while I'm squawking. All aboard. Hi, everybody. Hey there. Welcome to week... What are we? We're like over... We're almost two months old, aren't we? We're at like week seven? Yes, seven. Oh, my God. Aw, we're like a little, uh, not an infant anymore. We're like starting to learn to hold our heads up. I know, bobbling. Our heads are probably still bobbling. Like when you listen to us, you're probably like, what are they talking about? But uh, yeah, here we are. Week seven, we we have survived a very um, draining, tragically hard week of... Disney interactions is that is that way to put it stress inducing anxiety level raising um overnight on uh was that Tuesday night yeah it was Tuesday night to Wednesday right I just I think my heart wasn't emotionally prepared to have to go through the level of anxiety (laughs) that Disney has bestowed upon us who want a simple dining reservation so you all have heard us talk about the shenanigans that were getting the touch of Disney tickets, then getting regular tickets. Like we would be on these waiting sites for seven years, I think is the approximate number of time, length of time that we were on. Oh yeah. And then finally it would pop up. But so Tuesday, Adam and I are up and we are trying our darndest to get these stupid blue bayou reservations. Noah is now, he'll be four months old in like a week. And, um, you know, so usually there's like a, a, a re-swaddling at three in the morning, a diaper change, something like that at three o'clock in the morning. So as we've talked about before, dining reservations open up at 3 a.m. Pacific for both Disney World and Disneyland. So we're thinking, okay, they announced that Blue Bayou in the Sonoma Tasting Terrace were all going to open up uh, on the 18th. So we thought, okay, 3 a.m. So I set my alarm for 2.59 to be able to uh, roll over, look in the monitor, make sure my son's fine, and then get on the app. So I do, and I get on, and nothing's uh, available for Blue Bayou or Tasting Terrace or any of the other um, addi- ad- new additions to uh, the restaurants. So did I, that like wake you up even more? Like, yeah. did you not fall back to sleep because you were now like your head was spinning? Yeah, my head was spinning because I was like, I am under pressure. I have to get Blue Bayou. Like there is there is nothing more important in life at three o'clock in the morning than apparently getting a Blue Bayou reservation. So I like. Right. I, you've talked about it on this podcast <laughs> at length. If you can't deliver that Blue Bayou reservation, then why are you even here? I know I should turn in my Disney card at that point. But um, so I then went on my phone on Safari and I got onto the Disneyland website, logged in. And I went directly to the Blue Bayou restaurant page and it still said no times available. And I was like, oh, fine. So I fell back asleep for a little bit, woke up like an hour later, could not sleep. Well, because I was like petrified that Disney was just going to release it. And these like insane Disney fans who are crazier than us who were just staying up all night on 50 different devices to get their Blue Bayou reservations because, you know, they're out there. We're, we're close. Well, yeah, let's be very clear. We are crazy Disney fanatics, but there are people who are like a thousand times worse than us. So if you're listening to us and thinking, wow, they know far too much knowledge about the Disney reservation system, <laughs> we are babies compared to amateurs, how much people which total novices. But there are some people who dedicate their lives to this. And as a new travel agent, I am learning it's mostly travel agent people who know the intricacies of this whole process, but 
it is mind-numbingly challenging. They must sit there, this like brain trust of people being like, how do we make it more miserable for the people that'll pay us all <laughs> the money? Well, they did it. So um, I was waking up like every hour checking this thing. And then I don't know what time was it, six something in the morning we were texting. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like I'm in. And oh, my God, here is the Oh, I can't even what's I can't even think of a word right. to describe my feeling towards the virtual queue little railroad image. I, it's worse than creepy it's spinning a big Thunder Mountain image. And it's yeah. just it's the equivalent of like your computer with the spinning rainbow wheel recalculating yes. something. Yes. It's that same web link and it just says Hold, be patient for the. What does it say? It it's a recalculating for- this time. It was just like time remaining, recalculating. And you're like, uh, so, you know, I'm like, I got stuff to do today. I was not planning on like having a computer up all day with this thing on to get a dining reservation. So, meanwhile, yeah. Well, meanwhile, at 6 a.m., I did not wake up at three in the morning. I had put all of my faith in Adam. And didn't really think about it, but 6 a.m. I check, like exactly 6 a.m. I check the app, and there's Carthay Circle right there. Which we the haven't so been I able to us, get. Right. So I got us a dining reservation for the afternoon on that Sunday that we're going and thought, okay, great. I'm sure Adam got, you know, blue by you. And I think I went back to sleep for another 20 minutes only to wake up and see your te- barrage of text being like, get on the computer, figure out how to get this working because I can't get blue by you. And it's – so I don't know what happened, but I think I hit some sort of loophole before they changed everything over because we discovered that Adam was having to do all of this through the computer, whereas I did it through the app. And yep. shortly after I did it through the app, it said on the app, everything needs to go through the computer system. Yeah, so w- the the um, never-ending Mickey Rail- Big Thunder Mountain Railroad loop uh, that is in your nightmares now, that, like, nightmares are now made up of the Big Thunder Mountain loop and then the creepy Mickey Touch of Disney, Mickey bobbing thing from the Touch of Disney queue that, thank God, they got rid of that. But um, so then all of a sudden it was, like, less than a minute, and we were in, and I just snagged whatever I could snag at Blue Bayou. So victory has been what did achieved. You get, Adam? We are going to Blue Bayou for a twelve o'clock lunch at high noon <laughs> on that Sunday. Um, Monte Cristo sandwiches are in our future, along with a hurricane or beer or sparkling wine along the banks of the Blue Bayou, and hopefully the kids decide that's a good nap time. Or all of those things. We might get every single alcoholic beverage Why not? because we are there. So oh, I can't wait. We did I'm it. Dancing over here. You can't see this because it's a <laughs> podcast, but I am dancing. I'm I'm shoulder shrugging because that's how excited I it am. It was the amount of joy I got out of getting that confirmation screen to pop up um is probably means I have some severe mental problems, but we did it. Um, it's, you know, it's my husband and I's favorite restaurant. We try to go every time we go to Disneyland. Like we were the two idiots who, um, when galaxy's edge first reo first opened at Disneyland, cause it opened in California before it opened in Florida, if you remember. And mm-hmm. so we, we were living in New York at the time and we we're like, we have to go to galaxy's edge. We have to, fu- let's do it. Granted, we had planned a trip to Disney world for the next week. We had like had this long-standing vacation to Disney world plan. So on a whim, the weekend before we were supposed to go to Disney world, we cashed in a bunch of miles, flew on a 
literally flew on a Saturday afternoon to L.A., got in an Uber, went down to Disneyland, stayed at the Disneyland Hotel, paid an exorbitant amount of money to stay at the Disneyland Hotel because that's how you got into Galaxy's Edge when they first opened. And then, like, marched on over the Galaxy's Edge at 6 a.m., went in there, had our three-hour window inside the land before we were booted out. And then the only other thing we did while we were there is we went to Blue Bayou because we can't not go to Blue Bayou when we go. So... I remember when you did that trip because you were sending me pictures in Disneyland. And I was like, what are you doing here? And you're like, it was so last minute. And I also remember you telling me how much it cost you to stay at. Yeah. And I think you might have had a cast member discount, but it cost you so much. Yet I will be clear that it costs more than that right now to stay at um, Grand Californian. Yeah, I know. We um, So we, Dana and I looked at Grand Californian because some rooms opened up and we know some people. So we looked, and even with some discounts, it was still exorbitant. Like, you should not be spending $1,000 for two nights at a hotel. That, like, again, no offense to Grand Californian. It's great. It's a beautiful hotel, but it's not that fancy. Like, Disney has fancier hotels. The reason they can jack up the price is because it's it's location. And that's the he's saying a thousand dollars without the cost of a ticket to the parks. I just booked for context. I just booked a family in in Florida going to Florida, and they're staying at the Coronado Springs Hotel, and they're staying I think six nights and got it for just the hotel only um, around fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred for November. Are they staying in the yeah. new tower? They are staying in the new town. See, now. that's our that's on our list. We like we like Mine to try too. different hotels. We should think about that next time. Ooh, I, yeah. uh, you know what, Adam? We should plan a Disney World trip where we just do the hotels. Like we can't not do the theme parks, but like focus on the hotels and stay at a few different ones. That's That'd my, be kind of fun. My hope. Even though yeah. I do get, I kind of like. I I'm not a big fan of hotel hopping. Like, I like being able to just base, like, our last trip, we stayed at a hotel at Universal, and then we went to um, Pop Century for four nights, I think, and then we, Mm -hmm. like, splurged and went to Riviera for two nights. And it, like, Disney is great that they'll shuttle your luggage between Disney properties for you if you're doing a split stay, but... It's kind of a pain because you like you get all unpacked and then you got to repack and you're exhausted from being in the park all day. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Like I like to home base at one hotel and then go like to the other hotels and like have a drink at the bar at the other hotel or something like that. Well, I will say right now, and this could change tomorrow because we all know we're going to talk about in a second that the rules are changing constantly. But right now, if you want to go hotel hop just for the day and look at other resorts in Florida, you would have to have a reservation for one of their restaurants there. So you There's can't a really do that. There's a loophole we figured out. What's your loophole? So the reason I think I said it was last week when we talked about we went to the um, Enchanted Rose Bar at the Grand Floridian in October when we were there. So loophole is you can get into the resorts if you take resort transportation. So we took the monorail. monorail. Yeah, so we left Magic Mm. Kingdom, hopped on the monorail, took the monorail to to the Grand Floridian, had drinks, and then took the monorail to the Contemporary where we had a dinner reservation at um, California Grill, also one of my favorites, just for the views. Um, 
Adam, I feel like at some point we should do an episode just about all of the Disney World resorts because they're they are worth their own yeah. few episodes probably, but we should talk about like some of the best restaurants and like well, attra- things to see at these resorts. Well, speaking of resorts, okay, we did a thing last weekend. My husband okay. and I, I haven't Dana doesn't know about this yet. Um, so uh you guys don't know I'm a runner. I've I've run like 16, 17 marathons at this point. Um, long story short, I got one of our good friends, Felicia and Melissa, who live in New York. Um, sorry guys, dropping your names. I hope that's okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, they're good friends of ours in New York. Um, during the pandemic, Felicia started running, and so she texted me the other day, and she's like, "Hey, there's a marathon in Hawaii in December. Do we want to go?" And she's like, do you want to do it with me? She's like, I've done my half marathon. And she's like, I really want to do a full. And I was like, ooh, yeah. And they've got a son who's a, about a year older than, no, or a year and a half older than our son. And so then we were like, what if we stayed at Alani? at Because we've oh never God. been. So don't get mad at me because I didn't have you book it. Because we saw a discounted, like, book now for the fall, silly, like, five nights 30% off something or other. So we grabbed it. We got a two bedroom villa for December. We're super excited. I've never been to Alani, Disney's Alani down there in Hawaii. Um, so we're super pumped. We're going to go. Uh, we haven't seen these friends since we left New York over a year ago. So it'll be a really special trip to run a marathon and then relax at the resort that we haven't been to. And like, again, I fully understand Noah won't even be a year yet and we'll have zero memory. But again, we'll have the photos and memories of him. Of course you will. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, it was a complete whim over the weekend. We were like, screw it. Let's do it. And we put a deposit down on the vacation and off we go. Oh, that's going to be so fun. And also, I can still – we can still transfer it over to me. So even if you book – this is for everyone. If Ooh. you already have booked a trip to anywhere, any Disney or Disney cruise, um, you can transfer it over to us and I can just monitor it for you if there are any additional discounts that come out. And often there are. So um, I can still take it over even if you've All right. Well, we'll do that. You put a down payment on. We'll do that. And then what I wanted to ask you about since you booked these trips, like what is going on down there? Like there's all kinds of stuff to do, right? Like we're not going to just be like hanging out at a beach and in the hotel room the entire time. Alani is like and full disclosure, I have not been there, but I have watched all of the videos for the travel agent training. And my understanding is that Alani is like a Walt Disney World resort on steroids. So this is like kind of a combo of what they have on a lot of the cruise ships mixed with what you see at the um, Disney World resorts, the deluxe style. They have like literally everything. And so it's, it's very inclusive with their activities and they've got a great story going through the whole kind of resort. I know a few people love their adult spa and they have one of those infinity pools Ooh, that overlooks post the Post a marathon, I think mm-hmm. Felicia and I will be at the adult spa and Kurt and Melissa with the kids will be doing, I don't know what, but spa. Well, and like the good. Disney, yes, absolutely. And and like the um, Disney cruise ships that we we're talking about with the kids clubs, they have a kids club at 
um, Alani that is inclusive of the people staying – of the guests staying there. So definitely tell your friend that because she can take advantage of it. I'm, I think you have to pay for small children. Under I was going to say, is it like the – is it like the cruise ship that has like the little baby – Daycare yeah, place I think too? so. Don't quote me on that part, but I think so. Um, so you should be able to find something. And they have this whole like aunties and uncles theme. So they have um, native Hawaiian um, play like ukulele players that go around and perform. And then the auntie tells stories that are native to Hawaii, which is really fun. Um, it, it just seems so lovely and beautiful. I guess they have a lot of great dining, some good um, quick service as well. I, there's a poolside quick service that everybody loves. And of course, I mean, they've got a big water slide pool, lazy river combo that's supposed to be incredible, but it's also right in front of the ocean. So there's beach access and private you know, private beach access and ocean. Yeah, I am a too. fan of pools next to ocean. I'm not like I, I was a, I was a competitive swimmer my entire childhood, but in the cement pond, like do not I, I don't know what's lurking underneath and I don't want to know what's lurking underneath. So uh, the pool next to the beach. indicative to a guy who grew up landlocked. Well, yes, we were landlocked, but we used to do this thing called Little Swim on the Prairie. No, <laughs> yeah. get out of here. Because I'm from it Kansas, so it was called Little Swim on the Prairie, you know, Little House <laughs> on the Prairie, Lori Ingalls Wilder hat tip. Anyway, uh, so they had this thing called Little Swim on the Prairie where it was in this disgusting lake that you would come out like caked in mud because you're literally just swimming through mud. And it was like multiple <laughs> circles around this park lake back in Kansas City. And it was awful and miserable. And God knows what was living in that lake. Um, but I'm alive. I live to tell the tale. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so we're we're super pumped about going to Alani. I'm sure we'll talk much more about that as December gets closer. But um, yeah, it was like a complete impulse whim. Literally, we were just like talking about it. And then our friends were like, great, uh, put the deposit down. We'll Venmo you right now. <laughs> like, okay, I guess we're going to... Alani in December. Amazing. Yeah. So, oh, that's incredible. Oh, and the thing I am super excited about, which I saw they did just bring back, are the luau's. Oh yes, yeah. Also, I think they brought back one of the character meals as well. Ooh. Um, don't quote me on that either. Like a Lilo it might and be Stitch. like or Moana. I know that they have a lot of Moana stuff there, but um, I think it's one of their breakfasts. Is it bad? I want Stitch to be running around and not Moana. I think they both run around, but I don't know. About I the love Stitch. Breakfast. I don't know why. I'm so sad they got rid of that ride. Stitch's Great Escape. It no! was so okay. <laughs> okay, that is a friendship ender right here. That is the worst ride. It was horrible. So Adam is referring to this ride called Stitch's Great Escape that was in the Magic Kingdom in Florida years ago. And it was like a replacement ride for the alien encounter. And it was just terrible. And they had these really uncomfortable seats and it was black for half the time. And a stitch, I think, farts or burps on it. Yeah, it was so really good. Smelly. Oh, come it was on. Terrible. It was so is- good. I love that ride. And then every and I know I'm in a minority, but I absolutely loved it. And I wish they had it at Disneyland. And it's really sad that it's just this empty space now. Because like, what why close it, right? Like, I'm sure the upkeep was not that hard on it, right? It was old technology, maybe that's why. But like, why close it? You've got lines out the wazoo. It eats people. It's a big theater. 
You go sitting there. I loved it. Don't. (laughs) If you guys could see Dana's face right now, she's complete face palming. Like I, I am so embarrassed (laughs) for you. I'm embarrassed for you that you are admitting that you liked the stitch ride. Nobody liked the stitch ride. It was a sit. (laughs) It wasn't a ride. It was a stitch sit. And you sat there in the dark, listening to sounds all around you in the most uncomfortable seats. It was like they purposely had this like piece of plastic poking you in the back and then it had shoulder straps that came down onto your shoulders like harnessing you into this seat but you don't move you just sit there this was so dumb oh i loved it i loved it oh my god i don't know if we can stay friends adam (laughs) guys apparently this is a big this is a big a big moment Oh, my God. I hate that I, ride so much. And Ryan, my husband, hates that ride so much. We talk about, like, why did that ever exist? And you want to bring it back? Yeah. I loved it. Like, you. so how you feel about this is how I feel about Navi River Journey. I've like, never gone on it, so uh, I don't know. Don't waste your time. Anyway, so um, <laughs> anyway, we're excited to go to Hawaii. Maybe they can put <laughs> Stitch's Great Escape at Alani. It's like a simple, no, it's not a huge attraction. Wanna, put that in. They don't want to deter their guests from visiting. <laughs> My God. Oh, I can't believe you. I love I it. I did not know this of it. you. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. So anyway, we're we're super stoked. Uh, stoked. I'll use the Hawaiian terms. Is that a Hawaiian term? I don't know. I think it's, it's like a California st- term oh okay well anyway we're we're stoked bra to uh go to hawaii in uh december and hopefully you know um it'll be it'll be nice it'll be nice to do um and so yeah um okay so (laughs) some news we should get into and actually this is i was just thinking on the top of my head i wonder for what the mask rule will be like by december when we go to alani but uh Masks, oi, there's some drama. It's like a tale of two cities, right? And a tale of two parks. Like, it's hard to believe that Disneyland and Disney World are in the same country right now with, like, (laughs) how different the rules are. So I'm sure most of you have already heard at Disney World, they've loosened the mask restrictions because Florida has, like, done away with masks. Not entirely. Like, some counties, like Orange County, the mayor said, oh, no, we're keeping masks on indoors for now, um, mm-hmm. which is, like, different than And Orange all County of is where all the theme parks are. Yeah. Isn't that funny? That, like— I know. They're both Orange County. Orange County, California, and Orange County, Florida is where Disney's yeah. at. That's a thing. Um, so— Right now at Disney World, you can walk around Magic Kingdom without a mask on. You can walk around Hollywood Studios, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, etc. without your mask on. Um, But you need to have your mask with you because the second you step into a queue for an attraction, you have to put your mask on, even if the queue's Mm -hmm. outside. Um, Resorts, if you're walking around inside the resort, masks on. Walking around outside, you don't have to have your mask on um, or you're in your room, obviously. Um, Disney Springs, same deal. You can walk around outside at Disney Springs without a mask on. But once you go into a shop, you have to have a mask on because they're requiring masks inside. So you still need to bring your mask with you. My friend Allison is at Disney World right now. And I saw her Instagram stories yesterday. She said, I think this is kind of a gray area. Nobody's talking about it, but it should just be common sense that you should also wear your mask when you go into a restroom. 
Uh, she said that almost no one is wearing a mask when they go into the restroom. And frankly, guys, it's probably the place we should always wear a mask when we go into. <laughs> I mean, Disney restrooms are usually pretty clean, but uh, sure, still, yes. it's about them. And I'm sure, like, nobody knows what happens behind stall doors. But do we honestly think <laughs> people are leaving their masks on when they go in their little bathroom stall? I'm going to go with no. Probably not, but I am. If I ever go to a restaurant and I use their restroom, it's staying on. <laughs> so the difference, right? So that's all at Disney World. It's like, uh, it's confusing, right? To, like, I feel bad for the cast members having to enforce us now, right? Because they're like, mm-hmm. oh, God, okay, so people can walk around Main Street USA without a mask on, but if they stop into a store, got to put the mask on, Right. And then it's confusing for cast members and it's confusing for guests, quite frankly. Yeah. So go to our coast, come to California where all the restrictions are in place. So, but it's not even masking at Disney world. Sorry. I forgot to mention like no more temperature checks. They're easing the social distancing between people like all in Florida or Florida in Florida in Florida. Sorry. So just in Florida, like, They are like, we are opening, opening, opening back up, lessening restrictions, uh, doing all those things. So like at Rise of the Resistance, where they used to have like little dots for you to stand on in the pre-show areas, those are gone. So Mm -hmm. you can like mingle around inside the pre-show area of Rise now. Um, Hmm. They are in some areas lessening the space. I mean, at Universal in Florida, they went ahead and just shortened every distance marker to three feet instead of six feet. Jump out to our coast, and it's a totally different world. Like Disneyland, masks, 100% masks on all the time, unless you're stationary, eating and drinking, right? Um, mm-hmm. Physical distancing everywhere, uh, changes, like, it, it, it's, you know, it, so. And are we still California only? Yeah, we're still California only. So there's that, too. At Disneyland. So Universal's so you're saying up. Disneyland is um, 100% masks, California only. Social distancing markers are still very much the six feet rule and temp checks are still happening here. Yep. All those things. So it's like a totally different world. Now, look, the governor Newsom said June 15th, we're reopening. Right. And so he said we may adopt the CDC mask guidance where you can take them off if you're vaccinated in most places now. But they haven't officially said if that's true. But I'm betting Disneyland keeps the masks in place for a time being throughout the summer. What do you think? Right. I, I, I think so. I, I mean, I really don't know. Cause I think things are changing so much faster than I was anticipating them to change. Um, I had guessed originally that once the Disneyland parks opened, that they would keep masks for at least through the end of 2021. Now I don't know about that. I am almost thinking maybe by, the fall, like you just said, I think through the summer, we will have the mask requirement, but I could see as early as September, they say masks are optional, like what they're doing at Disney World. But who knows? Yeah, because I guess it's like, how do you enforce, right? Like, we're not requiring everybody to walk around with our little CDC vaccine cards. So it's like, how do you prove that you are vaccinated? So you should be able to walk around with your mask off. It's kind of an honor system, right? But I I don't know. I'm so mixed on this because like now I've gone running up here without my mask with me because I mean, mm-hmm. most of the time when I'm out on a run, I'm by myself on a trail and maybe a person on a bike zooms by. 
Um, I do the same thing. I go for hikes every single day and I don't wear a mask anymore because I don't see anyone. And the few people I do see, I'm more than six feet apart from them. But now they're saying like we shouldn't even have to worry about that. Like we could be outside with other people as long as we're vaccinated. So I don't know. I You know, the CDC finally put their statement out there about it. It's getting testy up here in Northern California. I don't know if people are getting as feisty about it down in LA, but up here, like there was an article in the San Francisco Chronicle where this guy was talking about how he took his dog for a walk without wearing a mask and he was being screamed at on the street by somebody for not wearing a mask. But he was like, I'm vaccinated. The CDC is saying it's fine. Like, what do you like? There's this intense social pressure about masking, especially in California, that I think is totally different than what's happening down in Florida. Yeah, I think so, too. I will tell you, Adam, for our trip in late June, I got everybody in our group a little gift and it will be a surprise. But I am very excited and it definitely is related to the vaccine. (laughs) So masks should be (laughs) I think. Are you saying is it a mask? It's not a mask. Oh, it's not a mask. I'll tell you. But related to the vaccine. Oh, now I'm curious. Mm -hmm. All right. Um. So I guess we'll see. I, I, you know, part of it to me too is listen. Like we've been saying for the last year plus of this, like let's listen to the science. And maybe this is going to be an unpopular opinion in California, but like I don't know. I'm I'm looking at the science, and I'm like. If the science is saying these vaccines are working and we're not transmitting, we're not caring, like, why not just loosen some of the restrictions up, I guess? Because especially I'm saying it in the fact that, like, if you're vaccinated now, the CDC is saying you have a very low chance of even transmitting COVID to somebody else. So it's like, you know what? If people don't want to get vaccinated, but they want to walk around without their masks on, that's on them. Like, they've had plenty of time to go get the vaccine, like, enough already. I say yes to all of that with a very big asterisk in that, and this is rooted specifically to Disney World and their mask loosening, uh, you know, announcement. I wish they had chosen to do this after children under 12 could be eligible for the vaccine. So I have a four-year-old and I intend to wear a mask. If I was in Florida right now, I would be wearing a mask in solidarity with her. I've been vaccinated for weeks now, but I wouldn't want her to be exposed without knowing that like we could be standing next to somebody who is carrying the, the, um, the COVID-19. That being said, she's also been going to school for this entire pandemic and hasn't, you know, to preschool. She hasn't gotten COVID. We had no scares. I'm not too worried. And I know that most people aren't too worried about young, young children, but at the same time, it just seems a little raw for families, especially in a family theme park to say, Hey, masks are no longer required, even though there's a you know, 25% of our population who visit Disney World cannot receive the vaccine. Yeah, no, I think you're, I think I didn't even think about that. I guess I'm thinking because I've got a newborn and I'm like, ah, oh, they said he's fine. Um, yeah, yeah, so not- and totally. And and I think she's fine too, but it's, it's still a risk and it still means we're going to keep the masks on until she can also get a vaccine. Yeah. I think, and hopefully that's soon. I read that like J and J is trying to get approval for real young kids right now with the one would, dose. So that would be great. Be amazing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, let's move on to maybe not. It's a lighter topic, but it's still a sad topic. 
refurbishments at Disneyland. What is going on? The Matterhorn is like a boxed up behind construction walls. There and like Disney is being very tight lipped about what is happening with one of my favorite roller coasters. I know you also think I'm crazy that I love this bone rattling old roller coaster. Adam, I still love you because it's okay. I do love that ride. I'm not obsessed with it like you are. I don't seek it out every time I go, but I, I, I'm not judging you as harshly as I was for Stitch's Great Escape. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I know, but like, okay, so the Matterhorn, right? It's so, it's so classic and it's so fun and like it just shakes your insides completely and your bones hurt when you get off of it and I love it. <laughs> and I, I think one of the things I love is like how old it is, right? It's this janky old roller coaster that opened in 1959 um, that was quite a feat for them to build to open in 1959. It went in and out of this giant mountain looking thing. So... There's a lot of speculation as to why it's closed again. It closed back in 2019 uh, because of like some rocks. Some of the rocks, uh, rock work was falling, which, you know, zooming underneath the rocks and then it falling on your head was probably not a good thing. Um, So they closed it to fix that. The rumor on the street right now is that they're um, they need to replace a lot of the track and there's like structural issues inside the mountain. And so I don't oh. know if there's like, you know, what does that mean? If an earthquake hits, the Matterhorn's going to just rum- trumble, crumble down to the ground. Like, who knows? Don't so, put that out there. I know. But do you ever think <laughs> about that? Or am I crazy? Do you ever like walk around Disneyland and you're like, what happens if an earthquake hits this place? No. No, I don't worry about that because one, I'm not a paranoid person. And two, I have an answer to this in the vault because I'm going to talk about this. But I think all of these rides, to my understanding, have been OSHA approved. Okay. I don't know. Part of me is wondering if you're on top of like the um, one of the the Avenger, the um, not the Avenger, the Incredicoaster. I was about to call it California Screaming as it will always be. Um, but the event, the, <laughs> it's going to call it the Avenger coaster again, the Incredicoaster, <laughs> like the top of that thing, that old wooden roller coaster and then a massive earthquake hits. Anyway, um, happy thoughts. So, uh, who knows what's going on with the Matterhorn? Hopefully it gets reopened soon. There's literally no news. I mean, I, my guess is they're probably having to do some massive interior work on it. Uh, to make it mm-hmm. safe again. So it might be a while on that one. So no good news out of the Matterhorn. I don't think we're going to get to ride it when we go in June, which makes me super sad. Can I tell you what I really want to get when we go to Disneyland yeah. next time? I want to get the Matterhorn macaroon. I've never had it. I hear that they're incredible. I've seen pictures. They look yep. like the Matterhorn and I've never had one. All right, we'll do it. Done. Okay. Um, okay. So quickly, uh, Jungle Cruise is still under refurbishment. They have said, like, you know, the nuggets from Ken's. Ken's nuggets were that. Ken's uh, nuggets. Ken's nuggets. Here we are. We're that. uh, It's a thing now, guys. (laughs) We should have, like, a theme song for it. Ken's nuggets. I don't know. Ken's nuggets. Can we get, like, the. um, the That was Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets. (laughs) Can we get the Frozen people to do a theme song? Kind of like the WandaVision theme songs they did? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those were so good. I love it. I I'll, I'll make a quick phone call. <laughs> it sounds good. Um, so <laughs> they'll listen to us. It's fine. Um, so Jungle Cruise. What I'm wondering if they're getting close to reopening it for two reasons. One, 
Indiana Jones is now starting to use a virtual queue, and they were using the Jungle Cruise queue space for Indiana Jones to ex- to extend their queue space when Disneyland reopened. Mm. Now we know okay. that virtual queues are a thing for Indiana Jones. This is now just the second ride in like all of Disney everywhere that's gone to a virtual queue. Uh, aside from Rise of the Resistance. So mm-hmm. the how the indie queue works now is if Disney decides it's busy and they're going to put on the virtual queue, they'll turn it on. The overlords who work in the inner workings of the app will turn the virtual queue on. <laughs> and then you go in there and you just sign up for a virtual queue spot. I don't think it's going to be as intense as getting a Rise of the Resistance one. Um, mm-hmm. And then you just come back when it's your time. So it's going to be kind of like a fast pass with virtual, I guess. Would be oh, kind of okay. the idea. So I'm, okay I'm wondering if they got that going because they need to open up the queue space over Jungle Cruise to welcome us back to the Jungle Cruise. Maybe. Mm, I like your thinking, sir. Maybe. Because like Ken it. said later this summer we would have the Jungle Cruise back. So there, there's my conspiracy corner of today. Cool. That's my thought there. Um, and then the other thing, uh, drop us a note if you've been to the park since it's reopened. I know Storybook Land Canals were closed when the park first opened, but now it's looking like it's open, but we do not know for sure. I've never ridden it. Um, I know. <gasps> oh, I know. And so, and that's oh, one of the rides so we can take the baby on. So it's one of my daughter's favorite rides and it's so adorable. And it, I think maybe we should do that for the vault next time, but I think it was one of it. I think it opened either at the very beginning of Disneyland or shortly after, but it's been there for a long time. Oh, well, hopefully we get to go do it. So if you've been to the parks, drop us a note, uh, drop us a slide into our DMS as they, as the kids say, um, the kids, we're not, we're not cool. <laughs> I don't know what that we don't means. know. Um, anyway, drop us a note. Let us know if you've been and if it's reopened. Um, okay. Quickly. One other thing, Avengers campus. We're getting very close. June 4th. Is when it opens a couple weeks away. Oh, I am super stoked for us to be able to go and do like the web slinger ride, which I keep forgetting, like a brand new attraction is opening with it. Like we keep talking yeah. about Avengers Campus, but like we're getting a new attraction. Did you see they just announced these new like um so the web slinger ride, you're gonna be able to like make a motion with your hands to be able to like sling webs while you're on this ride. Mm-hmm. So of course yep. Disney's like upcharge. Uh, you can buy at the gift shop these like web slinging devices you wear on the ride that's supposed to make it work better or something, or so they say. So, of course, Disney's like, chance to upsell on this one. Here we go. So, um, (laughs) those just went for sale, and you can buy them at all like different types of like one is like a Spider-Man theme, one's an Iron Man theme. So I don't know, they're all they're all there. There's like some Black Widow theme stuff you can get, which is pretty cool because mm. there is still a disgustingly lack of Black Widow merchandise out there. Like give Scarjo some love. That is a great character. I know. Um I know. so the other thing there Let's is talk a f- about the food because I'm excited yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. the shawarma palace. I I the love that. This yeah. is why, so we were talking this week, like, I think the amount of working out that needs to happen between now and when we get down in June <laughs> is a bit insane. So they, over on the Disney Parks blog, go check it out um, if you have not seen this yet. They announced a, all of the food coming to Avengers Campus. And we've, like, they've dribbled some notes here and there about it. Um, the 
some of the stuff that looks really cool, I'm just going to hit a couple of highlights. Like their breakfast options look really good because there aren't a lot of breakfast options at DCA aside from the Starbucks, really, mm-hmm. to grab from. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they've got like your basic like eggs and hash browns and stuff like that. Um, but they've got like the Cinnapim min- Mini Toast, warm toasted cinnamon pim particle bread with turkey bacon and maple, maple syrup. That's a kid's meal, but I'm also a fan of the kid's meals. Oh. Also, hot tip, you as an adult can buy the kids' meal. They're not going to stop you. And frankly, it's more than enough food for an adult portion. I almost always buy kids' meals. But if you need an adult size, the Cinnapim Toast, ever-expanding Cinnapim Toast, baked Pim Particle Bread and Egg Custard with cinnamon sugar topping, a fried egg, smoked bacon, and maple syrup. That does sound Mm. delicious. So... There's a couple of those. Um, the one thing I really, really want to try as a snack when we're there is the atomic fusion pretzel. So, Ooh. yeah, I am a big fan of a big pretzel dipped. It. I think we've talked about theme park cheese and I love the theme park cheese. But this I do, too. This it's plastic and I love it. It's so good. Just give me All that chemicals. plastic cheese. So this fusion pretzel is a buffalo style pretzel. So it's a pretzel with like blue cheese and stuff like a buffalo wing, but done as a uh-huh. pretzel uh, loaded with chicken, hot sauce, ranch dressing, blue cheese, crumble, celery and dill pickled carrots on a pretzel. Oh, yeah, I'm going to need that. Yeah, yeah, that that'll be that'll be consumed. Um, so there is, you know, of course, this is Caesar salad. If you want a Caesar salad, Um <laughs> the impossible spoonful is going to be really cool. So it's like this giant spoon looking thing. So it's like uh-huh. blown up by pin particles and that's uh rigatoni pasta, plant-based meatballs, tomato sauce, dairy-free Parmesan and micro basil. So it's literally like a vegan pasta dish. That's awesome. Yeah. That sounds great. But then the one that we kept talking about that we really want is a kid's meal. Dana, this is what you pointed out as your favorite. The PB&J Flavor Lab. Assemble your own experiment. Smooth peanut butter, strawberry jello, and pin particle bread. And the peanut butter and jelly comes in a little Petri dish. I thought that was so cute. I know it's just a PB&J, but I thought it was adorable. And then the bread, right? It was like that swirly looking yep, bread. So yep, it with the, really pretty. With like the strawberry swirl in it. Um, mm-hmm. Then, oh, they also have for the vegan children in the crowd... I think this mm-hmm. is the first time I've ever actually seen a vegetarian vegan option for a kid's meal at Disney. Mm-hmm. So they are doing a mini pasta and impossible meatballs. So it's like a small portion of the big um, impossible spoonful. Amazing. Yeah. So that's I pretty love cool. That. Um, the drinks we've talked about over at the PIM testing lab, tasting lab. We talked about that the other week. Shawarma Palace looks really good. And that's going to be like a mm-hmm. cart. Um their uniforms are really cool. They put out their uniforms and those look like um, like a shawarma cart guy in New York, which is kind of fun. Um, yeah. And then these like sweets over at uh, the Terran Treats look really good, especially the Cosmic Cream Orb, the crispy cream puff with uh, whipped raspberry cheesecake mousse that's dyed purple. Wow. So excited for that. Um, yep. Yeah, super excited. Uh they also, God knows how much this is going to cost you, but did you see the Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet Coke holder? I did. <laughs> it like looks a, ridiculous. absolutely ridiculous. But you know people you are going to be gonna walking around. You're going to see every little boy walking around with that thing. 
100%. They're not Disney, not dumb. Um, so that's some of the new stuff. But speaking of drinks, and this is the last thing I wanted to bring up. This is more just for our planning. Oh, also, hot tip Dana and I were talking about if you're going pretty near the opening of Avengers Campus, put your mobile orders in earlier in the day for later in mm-hmm. the day because those mobile yep. order windows are going to disappear. So once you get in, even if you're going to Disneyland first, once you're into Disneyland in the morning, go into the app and place your orders for stuff over at the PIM test kitchen and stuff like that for later in the day if you're going to park hop over the DCA later. Just do those, put those food orders in early. If you're not sure you're going to be hungry, you can always cancel it. But let's be honest, you're not going to cancel it. You're going to get the snacks and it's going to be delicious. Um, So the one other thing I wanted to bring up, we were watching. um, Have you watched Ordinary Adventures that those YouTubers? Nope. Okay, they're really they're fun. They're California folks and they have been back in the parks and they went in DCA to somewhere to get a cocktail that I think we've been to once. And they like, they used to only have like beers and margaritas and it's that Hollywood lounge that like place back by monsters Inc. Right. Well, he went and got this drink that I had to rewind and watch the video twice to fully understand what this thing is. And now we need this when we go. Okay. Okay. What is it? It's called banana pancakes. Okay. Oh, okay. Banana whiskey. Hazelnut liqueur, banana syrup, and vanilla almond milk poured over ice and topped with whipped cream and a drizzle of maple syrup. I'm interested. I would like try it. Like a hot afternoon, hot Saturday afternoon at DCA, it might be good. Yeah. It sounds it's a like lot. a lot of calories. It's fine. We're walking. It's fine. There are no it's calories true. at Disney, Dana. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Hot tip, everyone. Just don't count calories when you're at Disney. <laughs> the calories don't exist. Everything is low. Everything is calorie and fat free and sugar free at Disneyland at all at yep. all times. All right. Anyway, so I just saw that and I got really excited and had to share. So I think we're going to ha- maybe we split that. I think that's a splitable. Yeah. A splittable drink. It sounds great. I want to try it. All right. We'll do that. Cool. Well, that's awesome. Well, I have a vault for us, but due to timing, I don't think we have enough time for me to go through it because it's pretty long. So Can we get a teaser? Well, of course you can. It is my favorite character that I may or may not have a working relationship (laughs) with from from my decades ago. Ooh. Any guesses? But is it a character's ride that we're talking about in the vault? Oh, yeah. Oh, then 100%. Oh, wait. Okay, go ahead. Well, I'm going to say it's it's got to be that yeah. trippy adventure called Alice in Wonderland. It does. But I will leave <laughs> you with this. It's also the only – this ride is the only one that exists at Disneyland. It doesn't exist at any other park. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I just – I love how absolutely random that ride is. I can't wait to hear the history. It is so random and it has a really random kind of frenetic history. So I can't wait to share it with you. And maybe next week we'll do a couple different vaults since we did a lot of news this round. Should we be vault centric next week? Like next week, the vault special. Yeah. The people want that. The people want that. That's what they'll get. Yes. (laughs) People have spoken and the people mean the four people that listen to our. No, we have so many more now, like 20 something now. I'm into it. I'm glad. We're welcome. Super popular. All right, guys. Well, (laughs) have a great rest of your week, and we can't wait to talk to you again soon. And be on the lookout for our vault centric episode next week. Sounds good. Have a great one, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye.
ไป